Welcome to the Void Podcast. This podcast is produced by Void Podcast LLC and presented by Sean McKnight and Jenny Miller. To learn more about our podcast, please visit our website, www.void-podcast.com. On our website, check out our Patreon account, where you can find bonus episodes, Void merchandise, and other content like cast interviews and more. Please be sure to leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. We hope you enjoy this episode of Void. In the season four finale, Anko, Jonas, and Sarabella were left stranded on Titan after Gideon hijacked the Qingxi. Gideon was revealed to not be human and to have ulterior motives after luring Regina and Ursula back on the ship and knocking Gilbin unconscious. We now rejoin the crew in the season five premiere of Void. We've got to get control of the ship back. We need to go back and get the others. We can't do that until we get control of the ship first. Okay. We both need to take it down a notch and come up with a plan. Do you have to go to the bridge to control the ship? No. No, you don't. I could disable the ship from engineering. That would buy us some time until we can figure out the bridge. Ultimately, we need the bridge. But at least the ship wouldn't be moving. Exactly. That doesn't remove the challenge of dealing with Gideon, though. What the hell happened with him, Regina? I have no idea. I know that he was upset that we bumped our contract back, but his actions now... This is something different. I know he's your best friend, but this is beyond the pale. Not anymore. Nobody gets away with mutiny on my ship. Nobody. What the hell are we supposed to do now, Captain? How should I know? I've never been stranded on another planet before. When was the last time we tried to communicate with them? I tried, I don't know, like ten minutes ago? It was dead. Try again. Hey, is anyone there? This is Jonas in the Titan Habitat. Can anyone on the Qingxi hear me? Hello? Hello? Nothing. Not even a blip. It's like they're not there. Anko, do you think there could be some sort of, I don't know, atmospheric interference? Not likely. We haven't experienced anything like this since we've been here and the surface conditions haven't changed. There's no signs of any storm activity either. Nothing substantial anyway. Which means the problem is on their end, probably. Maybe something went wrong on the ship? A technical malfunction? It's as good a theory as any. Let's give them time. We might as well get back to the task at hand. Works for me. Almost! Pull harder! Come on! Okay, let's go through this one more time. I go into the duct system and get to engineering. Keep Gideon distracted if he gets on comms. Are you sure there are cameras in every corridor? Not all of them, but most of them. He's seen me pretty quickly if I don't stick to the ducts. Once I cut the main power, I'll get back here. 
We should be able to wedge the hatch open. Wait, won't we be in the dark? No, the auxiliary power will kick in, which will keep the lights and life support going, but not the engines. Right. And once you open the hatch here, we split up? Yeah. Do you remember how to set off the emergency alarms in the plant habitat? I remember. Good. Get to your cabin when you're done. Lock it and stay in there until I reach out. I don't want him to have any leverage on us. Do you think that that'll draw him out of the bridge? I hope so. At least long enough for me to sneak in and take control. I just have to make one stop along the way. Where? The armory. That's what you get for attacking me, Gilvin. You're no match. Hey, what the hell? Untie me, you prick! Not likely. So you bring a shelf of equipment down on my head. That's a dick move, but you lure Regina and Ursula back to the Qingxi and lock them up in the docking bay. And now we're flying through space to... Where exactly? Where exactly are we going, Gideon? Well, can you at least tell me what you're trying to accomplish here, Gideon? I don't understand why you would hijack the ship and leave our friends stranded to die on Titan. The contract. No more delays. I needed the three of you. I don't need the rest. Our contract gets fulfilled now. No matter the cost. Those were my instructions. Instructions? From who? And what the hell are you, anyway? I'm an android. Oh, well, that's great. After I saw the wires, I thought maybe your arm was a prosthetic, but... Ah, not so lucky. You're literally wired to be a prick. Well, you never answered my other question. If not Regina, who do you answer to? I answer to the five. No. What did she do? Oh, that's a nice sound, isn't it? I told everyone the aft engine needed to be fixed. Don't give me that. I know damn well an engine failure wouldn't cause a shutdown of all the power. Well, it would if the link to the dynamic power coupler was compromised, but a whole system is intertwined, and a proper engine malfunction can shut down the whole thing. Up oh, there's the auxiliary power. But not enough to keep the engines going, though. We're slowing down already. <laughs> What's the plan now, big gay? Be quiet. I'm thinking. Right, well, while you're busy uncrossing your wires, your best bet would be to untie me and let me work on that engine. That's not going to happen. I don't need you to do anything but sit there and be quiet. The plants! That's attempt number 56. Noted. Adjust by point five. Adjusting by point five. Number 57 is logged. Very good. Adjust by point five. Are you serious? Yes, adjust by point five. We've literally been using those same increments for two days now. I think we might need to call it there. I'll decide when to call it, not you. This is getting us nowhere, Anko. You do realize that scientific achievement is in the details, yes? 
Yes, but I also recognize when there's absolutely no changes or results either. We we keep doing it by point five. We'll we'll hit it. I I know we will. Fine. We should at least take a break. No, we're on the verge of something here. I really don't think we are. We both need to get some rest and check in with Cerebella. You especially. You've been out here for- I know how long I've been out here. We just have to keep adjusting the- Anko! Oh, it's about freaking time. Quiet. I don't want him to hear us in case he comes back. Roger. Here. Take this. Thanks very much. I'm so in the mood for some payback. You do not kill him. This is a direct order. If you disobey me, you're going out in the airlock with him. Fine. I'll just shoot him in his leg instead of his broken face. What do you mean, broken face? I mean, we got in a tussle, and I exposed his wires. Wires? What are you talking about? Oh, no. Damn it. That means you didn't know either. Know what? Gideon's not human, Regina. He's an android. You know, I think deep down, somehow I knew already. There were signs. I, I just chose to ignore them. His mannerisms, things about his voice. Something was always there, but I just went with it because he was my friend. My best friend. My only friend for a long time. I'm sorry, Regina. I need him alive, Gilpin. I need to know why he betrayed me and committed mutiny. He said it was the contract. Our contract? The Cambridge contract? He said there could be no more delays based on instructions he was given. I, I, I thought we were supposed to be quiet. Instructions? I never gave him any instructions. Well, uh, Captain Gideon mentioned that it doesn't exactly work for you. Who the hell does he work for? The Five. Hey, I've been trying to raise the Qingxi on the comms and... What the hell happened? Anko passed out. Why? What did you do? Nothing. It wasn't me. I think it was exhaustion or dehydration, maybe. He's been out there for a long time without any breaks. That doesn't surprise me. Help me get his helmet and gloves off. I need to check his pulse and breathing. Do you have any medical training? I picked up some basics on Earth. Ursula showed me a thing or two as well. I bet she has. Right now, not the time to be a smartass. Sorry. Do you think he'll be okay? His vitals look normal. I guess, so far. His breathing's okay. I'm guessing it's dehydration. I'm going to start him on a hydration pack and see if that helps. He's lost a lot of weight. 
He was skinny to begin with, but now he looks almost emaciated. Ursula did warn him to take better care of himself. I remember. He's not the greatest listener. (laughs) You think? He's so driven to be right, he's willing to run himself into the ground to prove it. Is he right? About Titan? No, he's not. We've been running in circles out there for weeks now. We're getting nowhere. I've been supporting, but also trying to get him to realize that his equipment isn't going to work here. So, Europa then? I don't know. We'll see. You were saying you didn't hear from the Qingxi yet? No, I can't raise anyone on comms. It's like you said, it's just like the ship isn't even there. It's been a long time now. I'm starting to worry about what's really going on. Me too. Oh, that bastard. He's been working for the Five this whole time. I'm sorry, Captain, but yeah, it seems so. So he's been manipulating everything according to the Five. Just how long has this been going on? I've not got a clue, Captain. Wait. That means this contract is theirs too, right? Why else would they care about Cambridge? Cambridge could be a front for the Five. Ugh. Damn it, things just got way more complicated. Gideon's the one with the answers. Ursula, are you in your cabin? Yes, Captain. I'm locked in. Good. Stay there. We're going to step two. Just let me know when you're ready. Will do. Rex out. Uh, what's step two? We're going to lure him right where I want him. And then we're going to find something out about androids I've always been curious about. Oh, what's that? What happens when you flush one out of an airlock? Whoa, take it easy, Anko. Damn, this headache is brutal. What do you expect when you do nothing but work for hours on end without eating, drinking, or taking a break? It's exactly what Ursula warned us about. Yeah, yeah, spare me the speech. I get it. If you get it, why are you standing up? Because I've been asleep for... for how long exactly? You've been unconscious for over 12 hours. 12 hours? Are you serious? How could you let me sleep like that for so long? You didn't go to sleep, you passed out. You were super dehydrated, and it's obvious you're not eating. I don't have time. Not since you and the witch put me under all this pressure with this impending deadline. We've been more than fair. Fair? How has it been fair? You cut me off at the knees in order to discredit me when I'm on the verge of a breakthrough. You're not on the verge of anything. In fact, you're- Shut up! I can't take it with you two anymore! This constant, childish bickering is ridiculous! Your work isn't our big concern right now. We haven't been able to raise the Qingxi on comms! How long has it been? Just over 42 hours since last contact. In that case, I'm getting back to work. Our very survival may depend on my machines. You have to at least eat something. Mm. There. Satisfied? Well... That, that was... Jonas, I'm freaking out. Why? What's wrong? What if they don't come back for us? What if something happened to them? Panicking isn't going to do you any good. I, I don't think what you should... What if the ship blew up? What if we're stranded here to die, Jonas? 
Look, let's take a moment and catch our breath. What if I can't shake this? Look at my hands. Shake what? Now you're freaking me out. I don't have anything left here, Jonas. I need to get back on the ship. You need to make that happen. Anything left? What 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 are you talking about? It doesn't matter. You need to fix this and get us back on the Ching sheet now. How? What am I supposed to do? You're the captain. Figure it out. Ursula, stay in your cabin and don't leave unless you hear from me or Gilpin. Got that? Uh, okay. What happened to the plan? We're going to plan B. There's a plan B? There is now. Sit tight. Rex out. New plan, Gilpin. What was wrong with the old plan? The old plan was made before I knew Gideon was an android. The old plan wouldn't work, but this new one? Have you ever set off an EMP? Yeah, but not on the ship I was currently on. We'll blow the electronics of the Ching Shi if we do that. I'd prefer not to be stranded in space if it's all the same to you. I'm not an idiot, Gilvin. I'm not talking about setting off a full pulse. I want to lower the power enough so it only extends about 30 feet out. Do you think you can calibrate the EMP burst emitter for a localized pulse? Mmm, brilliant. Yes. <laughs> I believe I can do that. Okay, I'm going to stall him and then lure the bastard to the boarding dock. That should be a big enough area to work with, and it's close enough to the airlock. You need to get in there before we do and find a hiding spot. Right. Well, the parts closet in the back of the boarding deck should work. Just try to stand near that area. Get him as close to the closet as you can. I have no way of testing this first, so we'll be winging it. The pulse may only knock him out for like 30 seconds. I have no idea. It may not even work. It should disrupt him enough so we can at least subdue him. Aye, Captain. I guess we'll find out. After I get his attention, make your way into storage to get the emitter. Take the lowermost corridor. That should keep you out of his way. Captain Rex, how clever of you to distract me and take the bridge. Go. Now. Yeah. How about that? Well, it is my ship after all, isn't it, Gideon? I suppose it is, for the moment. Why? Why would you do this to me, knowing it would be the end of our friendship? I gave you too much credit. I thought you'd be smarter than this. The other contracts were never our priority. That's news to me. Like I said, I thought you were smarter than this. You'll have to excuse me for not understanding the importance of the Cambridge contract. But then again, I don't work for the Five, do I? Oh, but you do. You just never realized it. That contract was theirs all along. I don't understand, Gideon. You've been with me all these years, and now you betray me for the Five? I've served the Five all along, ever since I was created. And that's another thing. You're an android? How could you not tell me that? I follow the orders of the Five. I serve them, and no one else. I have no choice. What do you mean, you have no choice? You should ask Ursula that question. Ursula? What does she have to do with this? Enough stalling. I'll ask respectfully that you hand over the ship. I don't want to hurt you. Out of respect for our friendship and to give you one last chance, I think we should meet face to face. So maybe you'll listen to reason but not on the bridge. You won't be getting that back while I'm still breathing. All right. What do you propose? 
we meet on the boarding deck. It's a big open room where there won't be any surprises. That's fair. See you there in five minutes. Let's make it 15 minutes. I need time to get Gilbin to medical to see Ursula. You banged him up pretty good. 15 minutes. No tricks. Come alone. Gilbin, you there? I'm here, Captain. The EMP is ready to go. Get your ass into the closet of the boarding deck now. Move fast. He's meeting me there in 15 minutes. He's probably on his way already, but you're closer, so you should beat him there. Wait, shoot. What? Captain. Rex out. Ursula, come in. There you are. What's going on? No time to explain. Get to the airlock and hide nearby. Be ready to open it quickly for what we're doing. Yes, Captain. Already here waiting, I see. You know me. I'm never late. Must be that android efficiency. (laughs) What do you hope to accomplish here? You do know you can't match my strength and speed, don't you? I just wanted to look in your eyes and see. See what? I could swear you're real. Your eyes. You do have a soul. Or spirit. Or whatever. Don't you? Androids aren't completely machine, Captain Rex, despite my current appearance and voice. My mind is still human. I'm just not really Gideon Judge. Who are you, then? I gave up my real name a long time ago. I have to thank you. For what? For turning yourself over to me. You're unarmed. And even if Gilvin has a weapon with him in the closet, he'll never get out in time to use it before I snap your neck. Isn't that right, Gilvin? Uh, yeah, that's right, I suppose. I assume by your silence that you finally figured out that you're really just not that bright, Regina. That's Captain Rex to you. Now, Gilvin. No! What have you done? Ursula, open the airlock hatch. Help us get him off the gurney. Sure. Wait, what are those wires coming out of him? Not now, just help. Gilvin, you're hurt. (sighs) I'll be all right. Gideon's an android. What? Gideon's a what? It's true, he's a synthetic. Suspect the EMP. Brilliant move. I guess you're smarter than I thought. Yeah, I guess I am. You know what's coming, Gideon. Any last words? No. Do what you have to do. Goodbye, Gideon. Goodbye, Captain Rex. Actually, I do have one last thing to say. Your parents did this to me, Ursula. This is all their fault. Live with their shame. No! My parents? This episode of Void featured the voice talents of Lynn Chia as Sarah Bella Rayon, Karen Johnston as Ursula Nash, Frank Jutnowitz as the narrator, 
Sean McKnight as Jonas Aldridge, Simon Uluhojin as Anko Lumen, Eric Martin Reed as Gilbin Tricky, Amy Teresa as Regina Rex, and Guy Wellman as Gideon Judge. The Void theme song, Equilibrium in Turbulence, was composed and produced by David Parsons from Avid Wolf Music. If you'd like to learn more about our podcast, please visit our website at void-podcast.com. <laughs>